Hello and welcome to While You Were Steeping, a curatorial tea and culture podcast. That already makes it sound far more highbrow than we can possibly expect for our audiences, <laughs> hey? Yeah, ever, ever that we are going to achieve, but... That's all right. We've 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 started high, we've set the bar, and we'll continue to bring it down from here. I'm Michael Mandelios, and with me... And is Hayden Rogers. <laughs> Hayden, do you want to tell our listeners how we know each other and how we came to be? Absolutely, Michael. <laughs> so, Michael and I, we met uh, studying a little uh, craft called musical theatre at the Queensland Conservatorium of Music. So, yeah, we, we met there. We're like, this person's cool. We decided to live together. But, like, not in that way. We're not married. Well, we're just friends, guys. For now. Well, yeah, for now. Um. <laughs> it felt an awful lot like being married for a little while there. For anyone who's never done a performing arts course, you spend a lot of time in uh, contact hours. You know, we were basically doing 40-hour weeks. And so living together while also being in the same classrooms for the better part of Monday to Friday meant that there was probably about a year or two where we spent nearly 12 to 20 hours a day together. So Hayden and I are very close. <laughs> We've seen things we never wanted to see. <laughs> but we don't live together anymore. So I live in Brisbane now and Hayden lives in Sydney. Uh, if anyone hasn't clocked already, we are very, very Australian. Oh, I didn't even consider people not from Australia listening to this, but yeah. Okay, we, we might edit that out. <laughs> so how, how did we get... To be tea enthusiasts. Well, I, my personal tea journey started quite young, I would say. Um, Mainly, this is actually quite odd timing because, I mean, this is going to be super intense for an introduction, but my nana recently passed away and she's probably the person who who taught me the most about tea and and got me interested in it. Um, And yeah, she would always, every time you came over, make you tea. And I remember I remember being too young for tea. My, like, I don't know why. I guess because of caffeine. Is what, do we, what do we constitute as being too young for tea? Well, people wouldn't let me drink it. They'd be like, when you're older, you can have tea. Like, it's booze or something. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't know. I can't. Probably because of caffeine. I'm not sure. But, um, yeah, so I remember, like, the the... Glorious time when I began having cups of tea whenever I went to Nana's house. And then, of course, like, my parents always drinking tea. But only black tea, let's be honest. Ah, very, very Anglo-Saxon right there. Yes, it's a very, like, British (laughs) (laughs) hand-me-down custom. (laughs) Uh, I... Not not quite such a similar journey. I just was never really into coffee um, as a teenager, which a lot of people aren't. Most people get into coffee as they get older anyway. But I started drinking herbal teas and whatnot, probably in my teens, just because they were in the house and they tasted good. And then around 17, I had a, um, a singing teacher or a, a, a music director on a show that I was working on, and she recommended hand-grating ginger and steeping it for your voice. And I took that advice and ran with it like you wouldn't believe. And so I would just go through a lot of ginger. By the way, don't recommend this at home. It's not an enjoyable tea drinking experience by any means. It burns for one thing. Um, But 
that was how I how I got to be a fairly obsessive tea drinker was because I was so specifically obsessed with drinking ginger tea um, whenever I was working on a show. Uh, and then I guess it was probably when I started living with you, actually, that it kind of brought out my tea habit. Um, and Aww. I know, I know. <laughs> yeah. And that was when I started habitually drinking tea, you know, once daily, twice daily, thrice daily, whatever. Um, so... Yes. Now I think actually maybe it's worth saying, Michael, do you drink coffee at all? I do. I think I drink coffee probably more than you do. Um, but very rarely, maybe once a week or twice a week at most. Um and oh we maybe we should save this for another episode, but that's okay. We'll cover it now. <laughs> the reason I drink coffee is because I drink coffee whenever I go out with friends or whatever, because I refuse to order tea at a cafe or a restaurant, because inevitably, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. understand, you, you say do. why. Oh, because it's you're paying like 4 or $5 for a cup of boiling water and a tea bag. Tea bags Thank are not you. that expensive. I'm sorry. And usually the tea ends up being burned and bitter because it's been left in the pot for yes. three or four or five or six or seven minutes before it gets to you. They don't know what they're doing. I can justify paying $5 for a coffee. I appreciate that there is craft and process involved in making a coffee. So that's that's where I drink coffee. But yeah, I'll usually have maybe one or two in a week at most. Yeah, I do not drink coffee at all. Um, and I don't like it. I never have. You like the smell though, right? I can appreciate the smell. It used to make me nauseous, to be honest. Wow. Like a coffee shop, I'd be like, Bleh. but um. Nowadays, I'm like, oh yeah, like I get why people are attracted to this, but I, I mean, I've, I've, I've had maybe one full cup of coffee in my entire life. I would say that's 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 <laughs> astounding. Well, good for you. Okay, so I'm, I feel like I'm going to be the the diplomat on this podcast. I feel like I'm going to be the mediator here, but that's okay. <laughs> um, excellent. So, okay, well, Hayden, what's your go to tea? Uh, my go-to tea is what probably what I'm drinking right now, which is a Lady Grey. Used to be Earl Grey, and mm-hmm. then it used to be French Earl Grey, and mm-hmm. then it's Lady Grey. <laughs> so, what's your favourite tea, Michael? Uh, mine would probably be a French Earl Grey in the morning. Um, mm. a- any black tea in the morning, but French Earl Grey is what I'm currently going to. But no, my my kind of standard go-to is pretty much anything herbal. Rose, hibiscus, any anything floral and um and without tea leaves whatsoever. I love just actual just steeped flowers and and whatnot. <laughs> um, I suppose now would be a good time to cover what our listeners can actually expect from the yeah. show. Which, like, what can they expect? What what can we expect? A whole you know? world of wonder. So. <laughs> We're by no means experts to be running a, a podcast on tea, would you say? Oh, absolutely not. More enthusiasts at enthusiasts, best. Enthusiasts, yes. Hobbyists. Love that. Hobbyists. How fun. <laughs> so, so what qualification do we have, really, to be, to be starting a podcast on tea history, culture, and, and reviewing teas, no less? Um, really... It's it's more of a passion than a qualification. Um, lived experience, yeah, really. A lived experience. That's, that's, I like that. Well, personally, and really, you vicariously through me, I would say. Um, I worked at T two, the multinational conglomerate. Um, for is, is, are we going to get sued for saying this? I don't know. Surely not. Um, I don't think they care. Also, 
it's not a lie. Um, and they obviously sell a lot of different varieties of tea. And I had to actually train in all these different varieties, how to make them so I could tell customers that sort of thing. So that's where I really got my like first taste of, I don't know, tea academia. Is this a, is this a term? Let's make it a term. It's definitely a term. With some of the guests we're hoping to have <laughs> chat on the show, I'd say tea academia is definitely a term. Fantastic. Well, I love it. And I hope that we can both become fully-fledged tea academics by the end of this. And you were there for how long? Um, oh, hmm, good question. Definitely over a year. It was, a, it was an interesting time for me. A year uh, and a bit, we'll say. Yeah, it was an on and off employment situation, but... <laughs> Okay, so, so so good, good. So so we've got some requisite knowledge here, but for the most part, you, our listeners, will be joining us on our journey of discovery. So on that note, we're going to delve into the history of tea. We're going to delve into some tea cultures and traditions, tea in pop culture and, and in people's everyday lives, the ways in which our own personal stories have revolved around tea. Yes. And then, of course, we're going to curate tea as well yeah we're gonna we're going to try you know a bunch of different teas that we are gonna get we might i don't know go to we might try some black tea we might try you know some tetley or we might go get something much fancier um we're gonna try all the different varieties we're gonna try as many different kinds traditions the whole gamut of tea, as it were. You're not particularly averse to a supermarket tea like a Tetley, are you? No. Well, that's that's my roots. That's my nana roots. It's <laughs> the, the Tetley. It's the bushels. It was always Twinings for me. I, I could never set the bar any lower than a Twinings, but I'm not an elitist, I swear. I mean, I, I am only drinking Twinings at the moment. We're going to be sourcing some local teas as well from providers all around Australia, and hopefully in the future we'll maybe get some teas sourced from uh, independent producers all around the world, and we're going to be drinking them and analysing them and recommending some and maybe not recommending others. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to be brutal with these teas. (laughs) As brutal as you can be while sipping from a mug. Like, I can't imagine. I don't think I've ever had a tea that I'm, like, actively... Don't want to swallow or don't want to finish, you know? (laughs) Boom, boom. (laughs) I definitely have had a tea that where there have been multiple, in fact, teas where I've had maybe two sips and gone, no, this isn't for me. Really? Can you give me an example? <laughs> uh, usually the poorly made ones. So, ca- ca- oh, coming, right. coming back tea. to our stories of, you know, burnt green tea and whatnot. Okay, that's, that's fair enough. Ah, we're also going to be, so for the beginners out there, any, anyone who's, who considers themselves an enthusiast or an expert, you can, you can just block your ears for a minute. But for the beginners, we're also going to be going through traditional uh, basics like steeping methods and steeping time and all the best ways that you can appreciate your tea properly to get the best experience out of it as well. Mm-hmm. Well, on that note, I guess we'd better jump straight into our first episode. Yeah, excited. Here we go. I'm looking for a sign-off phrase, but we haven't we haven't figured one out yet. So, bear um, with, and we'll see how we go. T infinity and beyond. <laughs> I hate you. 